You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for November 20th until the 26th of November. Yeah, that's what I said, November. Try that again. You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. Oh, and take a rest. Okay. You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of November 20th until the 26th. Well, here we are in a whole new week heading up towards another full moon. We also have the sun changing signs from Scorpio into Sagittarius and also Mars changing sign into Sagittarius. So that's very different flavor than the Scorpio energy. (coughs) That's a very different flavor than the Scorpio energy because, well, Sagittarius is just so much more forward looking instead of like digging down underneath and finding the muck that's buried below the surface. Sagittarius is more like why did it all happen? And what does it mean? And how does this all fit together? And let's philosophize about this so that we can understand the total truth and nothing but the truth. So it's just a more optimistic sort of lucky energy as well, which is nice because let's face it, Scorpio can get pretty, pretty damn heavy. And we're already kind of heavy because of the, the connections to, planets like Pluto and the North and South Node and everything's very important right now because Capricorn, Pluto is at the end degrees of Capricorn, like the end of an era kind of energy. So yeah, it'll be nice. This is going to be a nice, a nice flavor. We just had the Mars and what's it? We just had Mars conjuncting the sun at the end degrees of Scorpio that's pretty big energy right there. It could be very fiery, very combative, but also very precise and laser focused and, and, and able to figure out exactly what to do and why you're doing it and very deep diving, pulling up the roots, exposing the lies, essentially. Whatever is being hidden can be exposed with that energy. It can be like giving you a very fiery, uh, courageous, clarifying kind of energy, but it could also make you like how I seem to respond to it. I felt sleepy. I was like, I really need to have a nap today in the sun. I napped in the sun and it was really lovely. So sometimes you think you're going to respond one way to what's going on and you respond a totally other way. It's our responsibility to just sort of see how we sink into the different energies that are coming at us. So Monday, we do have the trine between Chiron and Mercury. That gives us more understanding of how to go deep and how to heal what was broken. Maybe we kind of see where we went wrong or we understand and are able to communicate to someone else where we went wrong or have them communicate to us an apology or some sort of clarity bringing information on the communication plane. Mercury definitely is 
focused in on verbalizing, intellectualizing, expressing, writing, anything to do with writing. It could be very fruitful. Cathartic writing is done right now. Maybe you write in your journal. Maybe you you write a song or you write a screenplay or you write a novel or you just write in your journal to yourself. Any sort of communication like that can be very fruitful, especially on November 20th. We also have the same day Pluto sextiling the sun. That very powerful energy is giving us a chance. It's giving us an opportunity. We have to lean in and take the opportunity. So it might be like, oh, I could write in my journal. I'm. This is simplifying because it could be much grander than this, I think, especially with the sun and Pluto together. Those are big energies. But it could be you had this chance to clarify and write down insights that you had or ideas that you had. And you can reach out and process that in a cathartic way, but instead you didn't because you were busy watching something on that you probably shouldn't be watching, which is probably a waste of energy. So don't waste this energy. The sextile can have you wasting the opportunity. So you don't want to do that. You want to reach in and grab the opportunity, step into your power, be who you came to be, and you'll feel support for you when you do that, when you step into that. There's also Jupiter that day tying into the moon, Saturn conjuncting the moon. It can give you a feeling of maybe sadness or more likely a sense of discipline. You could have discipline and you know you got to do what you got to do, so you're going to do it. It might feel burdensome, but that's how it goes. Those are those are the sacrifices you need to make for what you're doing or where you're going. Tuesday, that's another busy day. We have the sun, or Tuesday is another busy day. We have Pluto sextiling. Again, there's the opportunity. Mars and Uranus sextiling the moon. What does it mean? What are you going to tap into? What ideas or plans are going to take courage? Now you have the courage that you need. There can be your, your energy and your oomph can be tied into the bigger picture and the greater understanding of it all. Maybe even tied into service to humanity in some way, getting your ideas out into the world, tapping into the collective pulse and what's actually needed in humanity. Because Pluto's big, like it, it has to do with the collective, but it's also in all of our own charts. With Uranus there, being our true and total unique selves is the magic ingredient to our success. So not being a fake self, but being a real you, following your own heart, doing what you want to do is very important. Of course, being considerate of others and maybe informing people of what you plan to do could also be very helpful so that you're not stepping on toes or being inconsiderate. Wednesday is the big day. The sun moves out of Scorpio into Sagittarius. It's a much more uplifted energy. Yay. Because Scorpio can be so broody and so dramatic. And all the dramatic things happen when Scorpio is in the house or that energy is activated. You, you know, your dog dies or you get like a scary diagnosis or some sort of tragedy occurs or a birth occurs or, you know, that a birth is is an amazing event, but it's also just this sort of shocking moment in life where people don't really see 
what's coming or what it means to bring a whole human into the world. So there is that <clears throat> import energy. So there is that import energy of Scorpio. But with Sagittarius, it's just optimistic. Jupiter is the ruler. We want to like keep your chin up and and speak your truth and be who you are and share what you know and travel and adventure and go places. I guess that's travel and adventure. Connect with people from different cultures. Learn about different societies. That sort of thing is very Sagittarian. There is a a success with dealing with foreign cultures with the Sagittarian energy. So if you have an opportunity to travel or at least plan to travel, make your plans with the Sagittarian energy, that can be very supported as well. Or you make connections with people, business partners, people to work with in other in countries and cultures, that can be very supportive and helpful with the Sagittarian energy as well. That day we have Venus opposition Chiron, which kind of maybe Mars the whole thing a little bit, like not as in Mars the planet, but it makes it like a little bit sadder or there's some sort of grief that might surface or embarrassment, something something where you feel not quite enough or not worth it. That energy could be surfacing. It could be a back and forth. One minute you're feeling like, yeah, I can do this. This is great. This is fabulous. And the next moment you're feeling like a failure or an imposter <clears throat> or in some way not confident enough to do what you need to do. But, it, you know, it could even be like, oh, maybe you feel fat that day or you feel like you're getting old or you don't like your wardrobe. It could be related to how you look with Venus or also with finances too. Like maybe you don't have enough saved or there was some sort of, you felt like you got ripped off or screwed over in some way and that is being triggered. You feel that energy. But it's healing. Ultimately, we're here to like integrate all of this stuff. And the more we go through, the more we're able to share and help other people go through something similar. Even if what we're doing to help someone else is just to hold the space for them and listen to them and empathize with them. It's That is just a powerful healing tool right there, just empathizing and understanding what someone's going through. That day is busy, the day that the sun changes. And then Thursday, we have Saturn square the sun. So Saturn is always heavy. It's always like uh, this big burden of responsibility. It can trigger our sadness, our fear. <clears throat> Maybe our sense of duty and responsibility is very activated right now. Your son in Sagittarius might be like, I just want to go and have some fun and travel or do something different, something that allows me to be free and explore the world. But Saturn is, but Saturn is like, no, we've got things to do. We've got responsibilities. We have obligations. We have to be responsible and practical and take our vitamins and eat properly and exercise and do all the things. So that can just be a downer and no fun. And you might be feeling that on Saturday or on Thursday, if you're lucky, <laughs> if that's like, instead you could be like super sad and depressed. Maybe you're watching something like a movie or something that makes you feel sad. 
and that could be what triggers it too. There is, again, lovely energy with the moon in Mercury, so there will be a processing of this information. You'll be able to digest it and understand it and communicate it. Friday, we do have Mars moving into Sagittarius. That is lovely. That sort of oomphy energy that we need to like get where we're going is now in the house. It can be possibly a little bit extravagant, maybe not practical like it needs to be. Mars and Sagittarius can be very optimistic. It could also be very... Uh, I actually have Mars and Sagittarius. I should I should be an expert on this. But then I would have to be so honest about myself, which is what Sagittarius appreciates, is honesty. So Mars and Sag is very truth-seeking energy. It wants to communicate the things that it learns. Sagittarian energy naturally is like a teacher energy that wants to, as soon as it learns something, it turns around and tries to teach what it learns, even if it's no expert. My daughter is a Sagittarius, and when she was little, she it was she was really little, like three or four, and she'd try to teach me how to cook recipes. And I'm like, well, where did you get this recipe, Kaya? And she'd be like, well, it's my recipe from inside, from inside my mind, I have a recipe. And she was so confident that she knew how to bake and cook, and I tried to just let her, you're not supposed to thwart them when they're little like that, so I tried to let her... She seemed to know what she was doing. And then she'd bake up a storm with whatever ingredients she pulled together and she would feed it to our Dobermans and our dogs would always eat whatever she made and gave her this immense amount of, um, gave her this immense amount of confidence in her baking skills. There's just this way of Sagittarians, they have confidence. They're born confident. And hopefully there's nothing getting in the way of that, like a Saturn aspect or something to like maybe it just keeps them humble, but it can they can be a very forward-thinking, ambitious, confident energy. But not not want not wanting to get too mired in the details. So with Mars traveling through Sagittarius, you might find that you just want to live it up a bit and have some fun and seek the truth, learn and read and grow and travel and all those things that Sagittarius loves and Mars there really fires that energy up. Uh, what else? We do have Pluto squaring the moon that day, but then the moon goes on to sextile Saturn, and that is a nice sextile in that, well, no. But then the moon goes on to sextile Saturn, so we have some ambition, we have some discipline that we might need. Saturday, Mars will be squaring Saturn. This is ultimately kind of a heavy week, really, even though, like, I guess we're lucky that everything moved into Sagittarius, because that sort of gives us a little buoyancy. Um, with Mars, that's our get up and go energy now in Sagittarius, squaring the Saturn Pisces energy, or Saturn Aquarius energy, squaring the Saturn Aquarius energy. What does that mean? It means that you could just feel like thwarted. Like whenever you put Sagittarius, whenever you put Sagittarius and, or with Saturn together with Mars, there could be an immense amount of focus and you could get an immense amount of work done if you can pull it all together just right. 
which is very possible. You might just have this inexhaustible energy to focus on the task at hand instead of being scattered around, which could be very good. With the moon conjunct Jupiter that day too, in Taurus, that being singularly focused could be very lucrative somehow. So maybe you got something you need to write or create or design or some sort of business you need to attend to. This weekend would be a really good time to do it. Don't just let it be a weekend. It could be a weekend that you changed your world because you had so much energy. Make sure that you don't rush into things. Be sure not to overcommit to things because you'll be very buoyant with this Mars and Sun in Sagittarius. But you don't want to overcommit because then you'll feel stupid when you can't get things done or you didn't don't actually have the energy to commit to what you said you would commit to. Try to keep that in mind this week, but do spend some time working this weekend because there is figure out what you need to work on and do it because that energy I think could be very well utilized with Saturn squaring Mars like that. We're coming up next week to the full moon in Gemini, which will be Mercury squaring Neptune is an aspect that day. So that should be interesting. <clears throat> all in all, this is a very interesting time. We're in interesting times. I'm not sure if you noticed, but we're in some pretty interesting times. Understatement. And here we are, and we're managing, and we're keeping afloat, and we're, we're surviving. <laughs> no, we're not just surviving. We're thriving, right? We're thriving. So I'm going to pull, I decided, I always like when people pull cards for the collective, you know, if like you're listening to a, a Capricorn horoscope or something like that. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm pulling it from, I'm pulling a card from the Light Worker, Work Your Light Oracle Card deck by Rebecca Campbell. And it's so pretty. If you're into pretty things, this one's pretty. And I also jive with the light worker thing. So I thought maybe you would too. And I am going to pull us a card. What do we, the collective that are listening to this podcast need to know right now? What can help us for the highest good of all? Oh, okay. The card I got was the crumbling question. What are you clinging to? There is a shift happening right now where anything inauthentic can no longer survive. Relationships, jobs, social structures, anything built on shaky ground is destined to tumble down. It's happening to bring you back home to who you truly are, both individually and to society as a whole. So you can live a life that is in alignment with who you truly are. When you're in the thick of it, it can feel like personal attack from the universe. Have faith because the difficult times will be your defining moments. You will be reborn in the fire. You're being called to surrender, to stop trying to hold it all together, to loosen your grip, to let the crumbling occur. It may be difficult at first, but in the end, the sooner you let go, the sooner the rebirthing will occur. What are you trying to hold together? What are you doing your best to avoid? How are you trying to pretend everything is okay? You have what it takes to allow what is falling away to tumble and fall. Once the tower has crumbled, you will be able to rebuild your home on solid ground with mighty foundations and a view that is so magnificent that it will take your breath away each new morn. Callie, the goddess of destruction, and the Black Madonna are with you now. Lay it all on their altar. They can hold it all. Work your light inquiry. What are you clinging to for fear of nothing coming to take its place? 
So it's basically, the, it sounds very much like the tower card, obviously. That's a big card. I'm going to bring a card in to uplift you. And then I pulled the tower. <laughs> but it is, it's true that if we have to let go to make space for something new in our life, and I'm even in the process of, of negotiating that, like, what do I need to let go of? What isn't taking up too much space? So I hope this is helpful to you in some way. Thank you so much for listening and wishing you a very robust and uplifting and fortunate week where you've kind of see what's coming and what's coming next. Thank you so much for listening. Many blessings. Mm-hmm.